0: everybody I'm live here with an incredible lady Jackie Porter and I am so honored to be with her and it looks like some of my back screen is showing here so I'm going to uh, quiet it down sorry about that um, okay here we go <laughs> sorry about that guys okay so Jackie is really a brilliant lady she works with the corporate world she works with the entrepreneurial world and she's extremely passionate about finances and she's actually gonna be a coach's corner expert at the Business Well Summit on January 26th. I'm really excited and thrilled to be able to put her on a Facebook Live so that you guys can kind of pick her brain and see, you know, <laughs> what kind of tips you can get for the end of the year since we haven't hit it yet. And uh, Jackie, first, can you please just give us like a quick little glimpse about you so they can get to know you and what your expertise is?
1: well i have uh, been doing this i've been a financial planner a certified financial planner for 18 years and i'm really passionate about making informed decisions i as a person who uh, had to be on my own really early and learn how to deal with the limited amount of resources i had mm-hmm. i had to make a lot of bad decisions early and really wanted to make sure when i became a financial planner and even heard of this industry I didn't want to actually ever have a scenario happen in the future where I couldn't make decisions about money and didn't really understand what the implications were. So I was just really excited that financial planning existed as a profession. And I thought to myself, when I became a financial planner, I learned that you could actually, there was actually a profession that could mentor people about finances. I was really passionate because I thought, how many times in my life? that I have to go through where I wish I had someone who could have been a financial coach to me and helped me make decisions that could have made my life better.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you for sharing that with us. It's giving us a little glimpse of who you are. And can you tell us like, what is so pressing right now for our audience or the entrepreneurs who are watching or small business people? What is really pressing or what are you finding really passionate right now for them
1: this is actually a really great time of the year to be talking about money because we're starting a brand new year 2017 we only have a couple more weeks actually only nine days left of 2016. And so you can actually start over. You can make this better decisions next year based on the the things you do right now, the activities you do right now. So thinking about taxes, I often find that people who actually are self-employed, they're running all the time and they're not thinking about what can I do to reduce my taxes? They usually wait till they get to their accountant in March when all decisions have already been made um, because you would have had to make plan to make to pay lower taxes. You actually have to plan to do that. So taxes is a really big one.
0: Oh, that's huge. And you're right. This is absolutely the perfect time because it's just nearing the end of the month. So do they still have time to make some changes on things that they've done the entire year?
1: This, this year it's already too late. I I mean, you, you have to actually think about taxes all the way through as you're going through. So if you're the kind of self-employed person who your income comes in fits and spurts, usually by September, October, you know what you've earned for the year. So there's still time to make decisions on, maybe this would have been a year to look at, if I'm gonna have a, a larger income year, maybe I should look at deferring income to the following year. Um, so it, it, it's, this is a good time of the year to start planning to make better decisions, even with investments. How has my investments done? So the one thing you can still do, hopefully, if you can get in touch with your advisor between now and the end of the year, is did I make money in some of my investments that I hold outside of my RSPs? Right. Should I be selling some things that I could actually, because I know I'm not going to make money on it, that can help offset my other income? So, so I'm paying less taxes at the end of the day.
0: Absolutely. One
1: thing you can do is uh, potentially reduce the amount of income from your investments this time of the year by making a charitable donation or selling things that lost money to offset gains elsewhere. But in terms of planning for tax, income tax, we kind of have to start the process now for next
0: year. Wow. Okay. And thank you. Thank you for that. And I see we have Stacy, on, Raja, Dwayne, Thank being on, guys. And, you know, Dwayne's an accountant as well, so uh, I know he's got lots to say. Um, so what else do you suggest for planning for 2017? Because now we haven't hit it yet, and people can do some things to set themselves up properly. What would your, you know, biggest tips or suggestions be?
1: So this would be a really good time to take stock of how much money you earn for the year, because again, you're only two weeks away for the end of the year. So you can look, how much money did I earn for 2016? And where did it go? That's a huge question for a lot of entrepreneurs, whether you're incorporated or you're self-employed and you just got money, you know, through the course of the year, where did my money go? I find that there's a lot of leakage. People don't realize how much they spend, how much their lifestyle actually costs them. And that's a huge thing, because if you don't know where your money is going, how can you plan? How can you even figure out what you can save? How, you, how can you start to build wealth, build cash, if you don't know what you're doing with the money that's coming in?
0: Exactly. And then how can they plan for making sure that they're paying uh, less taxes? Because I know right. a lot of people, are, uh, they're not, they don't even understand especially if they've never taken an accounting course or something uh, which probably most haven't but uh you know or some kind of finance class or anything teaching them about money which typically they don't get you know in the grade school years um, and if they're not interested then They may never be interested in college or university. It's a a very intimidating
1: subject. Again, as a female in particular, I find sometimes um, I'm very careful to not use financial speak because people are really turned off by financial speak. When I say financial speak, it's words around finances that only other people in finance understand. I'm really passionate about breaking down um, really complex financial things in as simple a terms as possible. I do a lot of financial literacy work for that reason. I do a lot of work in the schools for that reason. So kids keep me honest (laughs) because it's really, really important for people to understand, as you said, basic accounting principles, understand cash flow management. Where does my money go? I have so much money that comes in every month where did, where do I spend it? When I do a financial plan, I find people don't understand the leakage that's happening in their finances. They made so much money. First of all, they made paid so much taxes that they didn't actually have much control over because by the time they get to their accountant, the tax bill is going to be what it is. Then they spent money. And when I go through, you know, all the things they told me they spent money on, they actually have no idea because we go through their, their credit card statements, we go through their bank statements and it shows they spent money, you know, it's Starbucks, they spent money at, you know, different for different to other lifestyle costs. And then when I actually say this is actually what how much money you're supposed to have left over, they can't find it.
0: Exactly. Money is
1: either saved or spent. So if you spent all this money and you have no idea where the rest of it went. It was either saved or it was spent. Is it in your bank account or is it not in your bank account?
0: Right, right. And thank you, Dwayne, for sharing. And Kevin, hello. Um, but uh, you're absolutely right. Like, people have to understand that one, they have to keep their receipts, right? And that's one thing that they just don't understand because if the government doesn't see your receipt, then They don't care that it's sitting on your credit card statement. They don't care all of that. They're going to say, nope, we're not accepting it and remove it. But when you keep those receipts that are for your business or, uh, you know, things that you're able to reduce your taxes with, then what's happening is you're reducing the amount of income that you have that you're going to get taxed on. Right.
1: That's right. And so you have to also um, get organized around how you're using your credit cards. I often find that these people tell me they don't have a designated card Mm -hmm. for business expenses. So they'll use, depending on the day, they'll use one credit card or they'll use another. They might not have the card with them. So it's an accounting nightmare. Yeah. to actually know where where did I actually spend? Where what, what were my business expenses? What were my personal expenses? So from an accounting standpoint, you need to separate those so you can keep track of them because then you're going to understand your, where your money is going a lot better. What went to my business expenses? What went to my personal expenses? If I have one statement that I can track that, it's going to make it a lot easier to identify where my money is going and if I want it to go where it's going. If right. I, I'm spending money where I don't want it to go. I had this one client who... He was really upset when we did a financial plan that $400 a month of his money was going to Starbucks. Oh boy. (laughs) That's not where he wanted his money to go, but again, if you can't identify it, how can you control it?
0: Exactly. Exactly. And also, I just want to note, because I've encountered this myself, if you do have a business credit card, and I won't say any credit card names, but there are certain credit cards that don't get accepted everywhere. So, you know, I've fallen into this myself where I have a business credit card with one credit card company, but I don't have a business credit card with any other company. And a lot of times I can't use that business card because they don't accept that card. So. You have to have, if you're going to choose one company that may be the one that doesn't get accepted everywhere, then you want to have another backup one or else you end up using all your personal ones. And now you've got a nightmare of expenses kind of all over the place, like you were saying, right?
1: That, that's it. So the other thing too is if, if you can afford to and you know you're not good on the tracking side of things, mm-hmm. hire people. Right. That's- Best money you're gonna ever spend is hiring somebody who can keep track of things and potentially defend you with CRA if all of a sudden you actually weren't organized around your finances and you don't have those receipts. Where do you turn? If you've got somebody who's organized all of that for you, you're gonna be in a way better position.
0: Exactly. And
1: have a lot more clarity around your finances.
0: For sure and you know what you saying that just popped something into my head because i know somebody who's kind of in that situation right now where you know there's a lot of people out there who one don't like to keep the receipts they want to throw everything and two yeah and two if they do keep the receipt it's in this pocket and that pocket and fell in between the seats of the car and (laughs) went over here and went over there but an easy super easy way is if you have one designated box at home Even if it's in your front door, because that's where you need to unload, (laughs) just dump all your receipts into the one box and let the person doing your accounting or your bookkeeping do it for you. But at least you've got the receipt, right?
1: (laughs) You're absolutely right. I think you can't overstate that enough. Keeping everything in one place when it comes to your receipts and your expenses is going to save you so many times in the future. So, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Thanks for bringing that up, Randy.
0: No, awesome. Thank you, Jackie. And do you have any last tips for everybody before we say happy holidays? <laughs> I,
1: I, I, think, I think the key is this is, a, as I said, a great time of the year to just kind of have a good look at your overall finances, decide that next year is going to be different, that next year you want to take control of your finances, that next year you want actually understand your cash flow a lot better so you can make better decisions around your finances. You want to also take more stock on how rich am I really? How much money do I really have in the bank? How financial independent am I really? Because, you know, working harder, working with someone like you, Randy, means they're working smarter. Make your money work smarter. I can't encourage that enough. I'm very excited and very passionate to be My client's cash flow champion. I want to help them have clarity around their finances. And that's what I want to offer to your people.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gloria uh, and Gordon and Marcia for being on as well. Uh, Jackie is going to be a Coach's Corner expert at the Business Well Summit on January 26th, BusinessWellsummit.com. Jackie, just give us like the short little version of why do they want to book a 30-minute session with you at that show?
1: Well, I mean, as I said, this is the year to do something different. Let me show you how you can actually make your money work harder and you don't have to work harder. Why don't we do that for 2017? I, I invite all of you to do that.
0: Well, thank you. Well, I'm thrilled to have you and uh, excited to be hosting you and having you at the Business Wealth Summit and you're such a wealth of information and we're going to do a few more Facebook lives with Jackie, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think we've got one book for next week and then the couple weeks following. So look out for our Facebook Lives. And I think it's uh, at the same day and time, I think. (laughs) 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 Friday's at 10 o'clock. So watch out for some more tips from Jackie because she's absolutely brilliant. And I'm thrilled to have you. And if you guys want to get in touch with her now, please message us below or PM me. And good mercy. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. It's exciting. And thank you, everybody, for being on. Thanks again, Jackie. And have a happy holiday, everybody. All the best for the holidays. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening
1: to the Empowerment Radio Show. Want more empowerment from Randy Goodman? Stay up to date and follow Randy on Twitter at Randy Connects. that's Randy with an I. Remember to use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering Women to Succeed. Or visit TorontoWomensexpo.com.